what's going on everybody happy sunday happy sunday hope everyone's had a great weekend for those of you that are tuning in live um for those that have maybe you know this is the first time that you're tuning into sunday service my name is cody barton uh, myself and my business partner pace morby have been doing sunday service now for three years and we're excited to continue to come to you every sunday bringing information on things that is working in our business, things that we're doing in our business, um, you know, shifts that we're making as, you know, things in the market start to shift and finding other opportunities within the real estate industry to capitalize and, you know, create new opportunities for our company. So um, that's what we're here to do. And tonight, uh, I'm really excited to share specifically uh, you know, with with a special guest on here shortly, talking about something called Gator Lending. And for those of you that may be like, what the heck is Gator Lending? That's what we're going to be talking about tonight is what is it? You know, what, what what's the concept behind it? And how do I, you know, is that something that I can do is, you know, maybe you're listening in and you're like, well, I'm a, I'm a beginner. I've, I've never done a real estate deal. You know, is this something that I can do? And so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And so, uh, I, I wanted to start this with, you know, kind of preface this conversation a little bit because uh, I think, you know, now more than ever, people realize the opportunity, uh, you know, when when you have money, the opportunities that you have to be able to invest, opportunities that you have to be able to start a business, the opportunities to have to create more freedom in your life. And so um, I think, you know, there's a big, you know, a big representation of that in this world, which are the, which is the banking system. And that's, this is going to lead into the conversation around Gator lending tonight. And so for the, uh, you know, obviously everyone knows, you know, the, the banking system for what it is, you know, there's the Wells Fargo's, there's the JP Morgan chase, there's, you know, the bank of America's right. There's these big banks and, you know, regardless of what city you live in, those banks are typically the biggest buildings because they're they're the most profitable organizations in the world these big banks and so um you know unfortunately for folks like you for folks like myself um i wasn't born in this special situation to be able to be an owner of chase bank or to be in a situation of ownership of a bank like that right so um you know where 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 do we find those opportunities for people like ourselves to be able to you know, uh, take advantage of some of the opportunities that these banks do. Because for example, like for those that don't know this, banks like Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, these big banks, when you go deposit your money at those banks, they don't have to keep all of your money in the bank. They're out making loans with your money for people to get car loans, home loans, all sorts of different loans. And so as you know that that's happening it makes so much sense how banks are able to make so much money so you're telling me as a bank that i don't have to use our own money we can go and use other people's money to go lend and make money it's it's basically to them a free resource because their resource is you know people depositing their savings in the bank and so you say okay well obviously that is something that the banks do but you know that's just what the banks do well there's something that, you know, Pace and myself have been doing in our business, and we've been doing this for, you know, years now. Um, and that's where this Gator lending concept came up from, where essentially, you know, utilizing, uh, 
other people's money, OPM, other people's money, whether it's banks, whether it's, you know, private money lenders, utilizing that money to lend and then get a return on your investment, a return on that capital, which to you is essentially an infinite return because of course it's not actually your money, really. It's it's somebody else's money that you're using in place, right? So that's something that you know Pace and I have done for years, whether it's on fix and flips, rentals, Airbnbs, multifamily deals, all these all these different deal opportunities. Uh, you know, lending lending money to people for their earnest money on their wholesale transactions. There's a lot of different ways that you can utilize this. And so, um, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about that a little bit tonight, you know, uh, really speaking to those that, you know, I'd be curious, you know, in, in the comment section for, uh, I'd be curious in the comment section, those that have not yet done a deal, you know, for those obviously listening live, you know, put a, uh, a me in the comment section. I'm curious if you have not done a deal yet, you're still working on trying to get a deal done in your real estate business. Would love, love to hear. And seeing where everyone's tuning in from, we got Texas, Miami, Bay Area, you know, welcome everybody. Welcome. Happy Sunday. All right. So we got, we have a lot for those that maybe not be watching live or listening live. We have a lot. I mean, there's probably, you know, 50 to a hundred me's of people that said, I haven't got a deal done yet. I haven't done it yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to learn. I want to, I want to get my first deal done. So there are so many ways to do deals in this business, obviously, you can listen to the series of Sunday Service where Pace and I talk about a lot of different strategies and ways to get a deal done. And what is a deal done? Just finding a way to monetize within the real estate industry is like, hey, let's like get a deal done, right? So, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So, a lot of me's here. Um, so, those that are saying me, you know, you're you're in good company. You know, out of looks like a fourth of the people, about 450 people uh, watching and listening live right now, are in that similar situation. So I I uh, I've been in that situation myself. Facebook user. We stream live on seven different platforms, sir or ma'am. I don't know because it says Facebook user, but we stream on multiple platforms. All right, cool, awesome, awesome. So so a lot of a lot of people in the situation haven't got haven't got a deal done. I just want to address this before I actually, uh, you know, roll into this. So Julie says, I feel like an idiot for not having bought a property yet. You don't have to feel like an idiot. You're, you're here. You're, you're here to learn. You're here to find, you know, new strategies and find ways to be able to get deals done. You know, a, a lot of success is really like, you know, learning new things and then taking consistent action on a daily basis. I'm not going to go too much into that, but don't feel like an idiot for not being there yet. You know, every master was once a disaster. Every master that you know that has dozens or hundreds or thousands of doors or properties or has done, you know, that amount of deals, they were once a disaster. They didn't, you know, come out of the womb, you know, ready to buy deals. Like everyone had to learn. So just understand you're, you are in good company there. So let's go ahead and talk about... Gator and, and and the reason why we're we're talking about this. So Gator Lending, this was Pace's brainchild, where essentially, you know, obviously for those of you that have been tuning in for a while, 
you know that we taught creative finance a lot uh, within, you know, Pace's subject to, you know, sub two community and within the business that we've been doing for years now, we talk about doing creative, you know, real estate. And for us, like doing strategies like that are utilized in Gator Lending were already things that were just normal for us to do in our business. But when we started talking about it to other people, they're like, oh my gosh, like I could, I could do that and I could actually make some extra money. And for us, we're like, oh, like we just, this was just how we've been running our business. So we didn't think of it as like something that other people would want to hear. So, you know, Pace had this idea of like, well, why don't we just, why don't we share this with, with the world and like, let people know like, Hey, how, how are we, you know, how are we doing this? Like, what are the steps? Like, where do I go? How do I get started? You know, where do I start? Right. Those things. And so Pace actually did on his YouTube, um, a couple videos around Gator lending. And there were so many people that were like, dude, like help, help, help me out. Show me how to, how to get this thing rolling. And so we're like, well, um, maybe we could put something together, uh, to be able to share with more people, like just in more depth, I guess. And like, be able to show like, okay, these are, these are the things that, that we did to be able to get started, whether it was, you know, getting lines of credit to, you know, fund earnest money, whether it's earnest money on your deals or other people's deals, um, whether it's, you know, using that line of credit to, uh, maybe make a down payment, uh, for a property that you're going to flip or, you know, fund the rehab on somebody else's deal for them to be able to flip and for you to wedge your way into making money on that. Um, there, there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize Gator lending. And so I'm actually going to, I'm going to share this with everybody in the, in the comment section here, because we didn't have enough time tonight. It's not really like a quick 30, 45 minute thing that we would normally talk through on a Sunday service. And so what we decided to do was set it up as its own specific live. So completely for free. You don't have to pay anything to get there. It's, it's just literally a webinar for or a live, just like you're watching if you're watching this live, where we're going to be talking about Gator lending, you know, Pace is going to be talking about, you know, getting started using Gator lending, even if you haven't got a deal done. So just wanting, I'm going to share this in the comment section. If you see there, the paceapproves.com forward slash Gator trainings, you can go register for the live, which is on Saturday at 9 a.m. October 8th with Pace. And this is going to be the, the outlet for you to be able to, you know, learn how to really get your Gator lending, uh, you know, uh, you know, side hustle, if it's a side thing for you, or main hustle, you know, set up for yourself to be able to start, uh, you know, implementing Gator lending into your business. So Pace is going to be doing that Saturday, 9am, October 8th. Um, there, I think there's seats for like 1500 or so people to be on there. So there is limited seats, but obviously you have the link there to be able to go and register. So uh, Mrs. REI says already registered. So again, October 8th, 9 a.m. Saturday, Pace is going to be going through everything Gator Lending related, how to, how to get started, how to make money doing Gator Lending, and where do you go to get the ball rolling. So without further ado, um, a lot of people getting registered already. Awesome. We'll talk about it. Let's rock and roll here. So I have a special guest on here that is going to pop in. Okay. So those that are commenting in the comment section, it's 9 a.m. PST, Arizona time. Whatever time it is in Arizona, 
9 a.m. PST. And I will post that one more time. All right, cool. So 9, 9 a.m. Arizona time, everybody. That is incorrect. So nine, whatever time 9 a.m. Arizona time is on Saturday, October 8th is when it's going to be on there. So, all right. Well, we do have a special guest that is popping in. Adam, man, thank you so much for taking the time Sunday night. Uh, you know, I know this is the time when most people are, you know, taking the time to recharge and like get ready for the week and like relax and all of that. So appreciate you hopping on here, Adam. Uh, do you want to real quick, just introduce yourself? You know, where are you from? Um, you know, Adam has had some success already with Gator Lending. And so we're just going to talk about it a little bit from his perspective, because what I don't want to do is, you know, people sometimes when they get on these and they see me and Pace, they're like, well, yeah, that's easy for you guys to do because you already have a successful business to get private money and in, in access to so am I back? Are we back? Can you hear me, Adam? I can. Perfect. All right. That's Amazing. Good. Right, right, right. As I'm going into it, it's just like eh, we're out. <laughs> Didn't know if it was you or me. Hey, you know, it, it happens. Yep. Gosh, dang it. Everyone's going to go tell and pace like Cody's Internet. Man, I've had so many texts over at my house to try to get my Internet situation figured out. And they're like, you know, I think it's just where your house is located. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know what, what else to do. But anyway, so Adam, let, let's talk Gator Linden, man. You know, introduce yourself. Where 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 are you from? Um, gosh, dang it. All these comments, just people <laughs> crashing my freaking internet. Uh, wh where are you from? You know, when did you kind of get introduced to, to the Gator Lending concept? And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of go back and forth on it a little bit here. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, thanks for letting me join you tonight. It's great to be here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in Minnesota, born and raised here and then have lived in a bunch of other places and and back here now. And I joined sub two back in December of last year and jumped into that. And then uh, when Gase, uh, Pace brought up the Gator lending, I just jumped on it right away. So I had actually done a deal, uh, a lending deal prior to that before before hearing about Gator lending. So it was a nice way to get a little, a lot more education on it and, and just start jumping in. So, so let's talk about that real quick, Adam. So, uh, so you had already done a deal that you, you'd lent some money, I guess, let's talk about that experience. Like what, what, what were you lending on? Like, what was the situation? Yeah, it was another sub two student. Uh, and it was, he needed a double close. And so okay. we had just, um, uh, gotten a little bit of, money in the bank account and thought, Hey, this is a, a perfect opportunity for this. And in true sub two fashion, uh, the other student, he basically walked me through the whole process 
because he had sort of done it before. And, oh. uh, you know, double closes can be 24 hours or I, as I found out, they can be six weeks. Uh, this one was supposed to be three, uh, ended up taking six, but got finished in the end. That's awesome. So, so if you don't, I mean, if you don't mind sharing, like, so what, it, what was the deal set up? Like, what did you have to bring to the table for this, you know, this individual, this other sub two student to get their deal, you know, funded and done? Like, what were they able to make on the deal? And then like, what was the, what was the benefit for you on that, Adam? Yeah. So it was, it was 175,000 uh -huh. and he was already at the point where he had all contracts signed. So he was able to send them to me and it just felt super low risk. Uh, the end buyer, the, the, on the second close, the B2C buyer was a hedge fund buyer and it, he just laid everything out. And me being new, I just, I Googled like transactional lending, which is essentially what it, what it was. I said, what should I charge for that? And, people, and most <laughs> websites were like one to 2%. So I said, okay, 2%. <laughs> and I said, well, that's, that's certainly easy money. If it just, I just wire it over and get it wired back at the end. And that's exactly how it worked out. That's amazing. Were you yeah. like, how did that feel when you got that done though? Like, cause obviously the first one you're like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna send this chunk of cash to, I'm gonna wire this to some title company. I probably never don't have a relationship with and, you know, get a couple points on it and see how it goes. Yeah. The, the most nerve wracking part was punching that number into my computer <laughs> and double checking account numbers probably 10 times. And just being like, am I really doing this? Because this was this was most of our money. Uh, and I just it, click send and, and it went and uh, <laughs> <I> made it. <laughs> yeah, made it get the confirmation email from the title company. And then it was just sitting back and waiting. And that's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's like you get so excited for it to come back and then it comes back and you're like, all right, next you know, it just, it feels a little anticlimactic. There should be, <laughs> there should be some sort of like, you didn't, no one, no one on sent you like confetti and like balloons when it arrived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, just some numbers there. That's great. That's great. So, so real quick, I just want to address this. So, so say 2%. So on that, on that 175,000, you essentially made 3,500 bucks. Is that right? That's right. So and, and what would that time frame, you know, that, that should have been like within a day, but it took like a couple of weeks, right? You were saying it was, it was supposed to be three weeks. Actually, there was something with the hedge fund buyer that that's the way that they needed to do it. So, yeah. um, it was supposed to be three, but it ended up taking five or six weeks because of one form that the HOA wouldn't provide. Oh gosh. Yeah. HOAs. Been there. HOAs are, you know, something yep. else saved for offline conversations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, cause a couple of people were saying like, Kyle's like, well, what is that percent a month? Rick Watson says 2%. That doesn't sound good. So, so this is a quick in and out transaction just so everybody knows what Adam was doing. It wasn't like, he's like, here's, here's, you know, $175,000 for a year and give me 2% on that money. You know, yeah. this was a quicker in and out transaction for him to be able to get those funds back. So, so that's the, that was the first deal that you did. So I guess what's, what's the next, you know, what was the next situation or what, what did you learn, you know, as you were going through Gator? Cause you said that you learned a lot more to like be, you know, more safe, I guess, or more educated around it. Like, so what did that look like, Adam? 
Yeah, I think, well, one, it was what I should be asking for in return. Uh, obviously it was low, but it was better than 0%. You know, yeah. it was, it was taking imperfect action, which just led to a whole new comfort level and a whole new, you know, open mind to this lending world. So I just um, want to comment on that, Adam, cause you're saying it's like, I, I should have asked for more, right? Like I've totally, you know, so I, so I had a mentor, I, you know, don't want to derail us too much on this, but I had a mentor that the first deal I ever did, Adam was, was actually, uh, you know, a joint venture fix and flip with a seasoned investor in my town. And, um, I door knocked the deal, got the deal to him and he closed it, flipped it. There was all sorts of nasty problems and liens and things that came up on. So the numbers got tighter and tighter. And by the end of the deal, it, we were expecting to make 50 grand and, he, you know, we ended up, it made like 16 grand. So like my check instead of 25 turned into, you know, like $8,000 after all of that, you know, it was kind of anticlimactic for me on that experience. And, you know, the thing that always stuck with me from what he told me, cause I'm like, man, like I really wish that deal would have made more money. And he's just like, he's like, Cody, you know, it, you know, what's better, uh, better best about the situation it's you know it's better than a sharp stick in the eye so like anytime like i make just less money than i expect i'm like you know my old mentor used to tell me it's better than a sharp stick in the eye so i anytime i make positive money i'm i'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's exactly it and it's it's the experience too yeah been worth it it's beyond learning money, so, so yeah so i interrupted you but yeah go ahead oh no um so uh i really what i learned just from doing that was that I need to have something in place where if the deal goes longer than expected, then that there needs to be some kind of fee or penalty. So I actually set that up with my next deal, another sub two student. And this was for a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. And this was to help fund a flip. And again, this was one where they actually had an end buyer kind of yeah. ready to go. And so we said, okay, I'll, it was a hundred thousand. Let's do it. However, you know, six weeks, I think it was supposed to be give a week buffer. And I just said, let's just do like a quarter point per week that you go beyond that and said, OK, that's fine. So this was back in May. Yeah. Um, and I still don't have that back yet. <laughs> and this was on a flip. This was on a flip. So that buyer ended up backing out um, and then they've been doing work and they've had it listed and. Um, they're getting there. They have it under contract now with an M buyer, but it's been a know, journey for you. It has and been them. a journey. Yeah. So, so, so let's, let's talk about this deal then. So, mm -hmm. so this deal, you lent them a hundred thousand dollars. Like what, what's the deal situation? Like they bought it for what, like they're, they got your hundred thousand dollars. What are they selling it for? What are they going to make? And you know, what are you looking at, you know, being able to, to make on this, this deal now, especially with like all those accrued fees. Yeah. So this was, <clears throat> I think they bought it in the low 200s. I don't remember a lot of the the really specific numbers, mm -hmm. um, you know, but they were looking for a, a six figure profit on it. And oh, I wow. think they can still get there because they had it, they sold it um, or it's under contract for the high fours. Um, so they're in there and I think, you know, put in a hundred to 150. So they still have a pretty nice margin on that. Uh, and again, this is one where I, you know, I probably could have asked for more, um, but I, I went out on a limb and asked for two and a half percent and then just a quarter point per week. And I, I don't even know how many weeks it's been now, 
Um, but this was another valuable lesson learned in that whatever my sort of the annualized return should be during the uh, time that the money is supposed to be out, that my penalty to them should maintain that rate of return on an annualized basis, essentially. So yeah. no matter how long they yeah. hold my money, I'm getting the same return and on, on an annual basis. This one, if you're looking at an annual return, it, it gets a little bit lower the longer they hold it. Yeah, 100%. If that makes so, sense, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. So some some new people on here are probably like, what in the heck is Adam talking about? Annualized return and like you know adding the fee to basically what you know what Adam's saying is like. So say if he's like, let's just you know for for simple math for everybody here. So say if you are you invest a hundred thousand dollars and you want to get twelve percent annually on that money, you would be on a monthly basis generating say a thousand dollars a month twelve thousand dollars in the year if you're looking at at you know getting 12 percent on your money over one year's time so essentially that's what adam's talking about is like making sure with whatever the desired return is that he's protecting himself and the way that he's setting up his agreement with the the folks that he's doing these loans with so that he he's insured to still get his percentage, you know, annualized that he's looking to get. And so, of course, um, you know, that's something for those that are still like, yo, like this is still a lot. Again, you know, super more in depth into more of the details on this on on the uh, on the live with Pace next Saturday. Um, but something that that I, I try to do in in deals, uh, obviously, like that was supposed to be, well, that was more technically of a loan, because that wasn't even a transaction. Uh, uh, I think you're back now. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> how long were you expecting to have the money out for on that deal originally when you first lent on this flip? Oh, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're getting close to five months, six months. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now everyone's on the, you know, harass Cody train for the internet again. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Um, so, so that's, that's something, obviously the lesson learned in that deal is like making sure whatever your fees are, are, you know, equaling that. So like whatever, if you're trying to get say 10, 12, 15, 18%, within that years, you know, if you look at it over a year to making sure that if you're doing loan extensions, that it's adding up to, you know, be that in your fees. So, um, something that, that I'll do sometimes on the loans that I'll do for people, Adam, is it obviously, you know, depends on the deal, depends on the person, like I have to make sure it works out, but like, I'm always shooting to get 18% on annualized basis on any mm -hmm. money that I lend out. Mm -hmm. And so like, I just did a loan, um, where my interest rate was, 12%, so less than 18, but I charged in points and uh, I charged in points up front and the note is only six months long that I actually do make 18%, but the person getting the loan from me feels better because they're only paying on a 12% uh, on a monthly basis, but I collected points up front. So it's still annualized out at 18%. Nice. Yeah. I think I will consider starting some points up front. 
just to just to have that and you know some of the fees you incur with wire fees and whatever it else may be it is nice to have that built in a bit but my my subsequent deals i've definitely been a lot more aggressive with so so what are what are return. you know for your recommendation for people that are that are wanting to do this as well like what are you uh what have you changed on those upcoming deals or these these newer deals that you've done yeah it's um I can tell you about two deals uh, that were both 60 some odd thousand and the the borrower was really needing the funding. So they were a little bit desperate and they actually offered just a flat 40% return on the money I was going to lend to them. And they <laughs> said, we will have your money back in a month. And I said, mm -hmm. okay, said, I'll give you, <laughs> you know, I'll give you 30 or 31 days, whatever it is. I'll build in like a four day buffer. So let's say 35 days and every day beyond that, it's a thousand dollars a day. <laughs> and I'm like, if you're really serious about this, you'll do it. They said, okay. Um, so that, you know, depending on the deal, of course, yeah, you know, they were, they were expecting multiple six figure returns um, on this. And I will tell you right now, they're almost four weeks late. And so, oh, so they're in there a thousand a day, thousand a day. Oh my. Yeah. So the they're they're feeling that pressure. Oh to my say the gosh. Least. Yeah, I would say so. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, that's something to say. I mean, th this year in general, I I can say this as, you know, a fix and flipper um and, you know, construction everything. Everything's delayed this year. Like this yeah. last couple of years, like, you know, first you had <clears throat> First, you had, you know, obviously COVID, which then was, you know, supply chain things like it was, you know, a lot of supply chain issues. Those aren't really happening to us as much in, in our business. But, you know, we dealt with that. And then our next issue was really, you know, now interest rates rising, you know, interest rates, you know, have went from people getting 3% back in freaking March of this year. to now they're getting, you know, 7% with, you know, the Fed is talking about raising rates again. Right. So those fix and flips that were like easy slam dunk, like it'll sell in like five days are still selling. It's just like instead of five days, it's like, you know, 45 days for those same projects to move off the market. And during that time, you know, the, those holding costs can can hurt for people, which it sounds like, you know, and you're and you're on your end. You know, it sounds like it's going to be a, a good win for you on this deal, though. Yeah. And I'll I mean, I know they're working hard. I will throw them a bone and probably not really charge them that full amount. Some of, some of it is I'm going to throw that out there. And if, if they really, it, it gives you a gauge of how confident they feel about the deal. Yeah. I think is a good way to do that. So if that's something they're willing to do, I think it is, it can be a good sign in, in my mind. Yeah. So, so what's, what's going on with that deal? I'm just, and now I'm just curious. I'm like, what, what's, is it listed? Like, are they done with the construction? Where, where are they at? Yeah. I, I think they were a little in over their heads. Uh, mm -hmm. it was, it was a couple of single family homes that they were wanting to add on to and add a, a significant amount of square footage. And they had constructions, uh, crews ready to go but it was a new city for them that they were doing this in and the permitting process took a little bit longer. Mm. And so they were going to, they were going to try to use some of the draws from hard money to pay me off and, 
they had a few different ideas of, of ways to do it, potentially just sell the properties before the work is done and just sell the plans and, and everything like that. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell a few other houses as a portfolio deal. Um, and they also have another deal in a different state that they can potentially use to try to pay me off. You know, they're trying a whole host of things. But oh, I yeah. think, you know, they I think construction is just taken a little longer and that's really what's been holding it up. So have you have you done any fix and flips on your own to this point? Um, I've done not like true fix and flips. They've been more burrs. Okay. Yeah. I I've mean, so, but you, so you've yeah. went through like the brain damage of the actual construction oh, though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> without a doubt. Painful. You're, I'm in the middle of one right now. It's just, yeah. You're like, all right, I'm going to spend 50 at the end of it. You're like, how did I spend $75,000 on this property? Yeah. Here's another <laughs> and, adjustment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we just have this other thing we just found, you know, so there's yeah. this issue. And, you know, I know we said it was going to be done in four weeks, but, you know, here we are at, you know, almost eight weeks in. I think we got another two weeks left and then we'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, four weeks later. Yep. That's it's painful. Yes. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. <laughs> um, so, you know, definitely definitely, you know, feel you on that. So I I've seen a couple people comment about, you know, lending on, uh, on, on earnest money. Cause that's what, that's where a lot of people are at, you know, cause obviously like you have this capital atom that you're able to put, you know, to lend and get a return on, um, you know, have like, what, what are, what would you say would be the biggest things that people need to be looking for? Like when, if they're going to be, you know, lending money for somebody's earnest money. Cause that obviously like that's, you know, a little bit lower hanging fruit for people on here that are like, you know, I don't have any money or I only have a couple thousand dollars and that's more attainable to lend on, on earnest money. Um, which is, you know, what in Gator lending, it teaches how to get access to that money to be able to do, do, to do that. But, you know, in your opinion, like what, what do you think people have to be looking out for when they're lending on earnest money? Uh, I think you just really need to try to understand the person that you're lending to, you know, sort of what is their experience level? So I've, I've lent out five times uh, on earnest money. And so far I'm 0 for 5. They've been mm -hmm. a little bit, uh, they're, they're all wholesalers. They've been a little bit newer mm -hmm. and I was totally okay with that. Like that's one of the huge benefits to me in lending on EMD is trying to help people who are just getting started. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, but again, kind of vetting them to a degree, but then also their deal. Do their numbers make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, and even if you don't have experience in real estate to know that being in, you know, Pace's group on Facebook, there, there's so many people you can lean on to kind of help with that process. And so if they're, you know, they bring you a deal and say, oh, I need 3000 in earnest money. I've, I've got this. And they're telling you what they bought it for in the ARV and you go and, and get help running the comps and that ARV is nowhere close to what they're saying. That's just an immediate red flag that it might not be the, the best deal to lend on. Right. Um, and you could, yeah, you can ask if they've had experience or they have a buyer's list because all of mm -hmm. mine, they just weren't able to find a buyer. Right. Um, so that, that certainly helps uh, to know that, that they do have put in that work to find a good buyer's list and, and feel like they, or, ha or they have someone already ready to go. Right. Um, a buyer 
which is having, having it ready to yeah, yeah having having somebody ready to roll on that so mm -hmm. and so for a few people like a few people have commented like oh like that doesn't sound good like zero zero and five on on lending on emd like how are you you know securing your funds so so here's the thing guys and and adam can probably you know touch on this as well but um when it comes to lending on emd you're getting a contract signed with the person that you're lending the EMD for at the title company or closing attorney. And you're ensuring through the, the process that we teach you how to do that you have a mutual release to release your earnest money back to you at the end of the inspection period. So you get your money back if the buyer doesn't find or if the that wholesaler does not have the end buyer ready to go signed with their earnest money to then replace your earnest money. So it'll mutually just be released back to you at the end of the inspection period. That's how you want to set these deals up. So that's where you can have ones where you put the money out, you have that security to be able to get those funds back if the deal doesn't get sold to that end buyer. Yeah, that's exactly it. And never send your money to an individual. I mean, that's, that's the key is all these funds need to go to a title company where you know that they're going to be safe. You, you may, you Google the title company yourself and their contact info, because they'll send you wire instructions and there could be who knows whose info could be on there potentially. So when you get those wire instructions, you Google the title company, you call them from that Google search, you confirm all of that, and then you're then you should feel pretty safe sending it to them. But then they have the contracts to, to say if this falls through during that inspection period, uh, when the buyer can get out of it, that money just comes right back. Yep. And so so on, on that too, because you know, Kyle's like, well, how are these secured? And and you know, a couple of people are like, well, how how are you, you know protecting your money and, you know, asking those sorts of questions. It's, it's exactly like Adam said, like making sure you never, never, ever, ever, never, ever send your money to an individual ever, 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 whether it's EMD, whether it's for funds on, on a flip, whether it's any of that, you never send, <laughs> never send your money to an individual. You want to make sure that that's going to the title company or closing attorney and that you have your documents in order with that company so that you make sure that your money is secured. You communicated with them about where your money is being sent, that they received it. They give you a receipt, you know, all of those good things like that. That's, that's what you want to be able to do. Um, and so somebody else asked, what is EMD? And I know a couple of people answered, but just for another platform that may be watching and someone's sitting there thinking, Oh my gosh, I, don't know what the heck EMD is. It's earnest money deposit. So it's the money that like if somebody, a buyer, you know, a potential buyer writes a contract, like I won't say I'm going to buy Adam's house and I, uh, you know, have a contract with Adam to purchase his property for a hundred thousand dollars. And I say, Hey, I'm going to put an earnest money deposit of a thousand dollars. It's basically like my goodwill of like, I'm going to buy this property. I'm going to put a thousand dollars at the title company saying how serious I am about buying this property. And that's essentially what the earnest money deposits for. Um, and so depending on how the deal, you know, the paperwork's written, that earnest money deposit will either be refunded to you as the buyer or the gator lender, um, or go to the seller if the paperwork's not done correctly. 
And I'll, you know, speaking to the the zero out of five that haven't worked, you know, eight out of 10 wholesale deals don't ever go through. So just like everything else in real estate, it's a numbers game. And so if I do eventually hopefully get to that one that does go through, hopefully then that can be a repeat customer. You know, it's just finding that core group of people that you can potentially lend to um, and just keep that going. 100%. 100%. So Adam, I wanted to, you know, find, I guess, maybe a a final question, you know, because as you've been, you know, doing this over the last few months, you know, learning kind of some of the methods for Gator lending and like making money work for you, you know, what would you say would be like your number one piece of advice before we, uh, you know, bring bring you off for, for this evening, you know, for anybody that's like wanting to get started doing, you know, a similar thing with Gator lending? I mean, it's just taking perfect action. I think like, like so much of it is, it's not going to be perfect. Um, well, and don't lose money. I mean, that's Warren Buffett says that pay says that really should be rule number one, but you're going to get that education through the Gator training to, to not lose money if you, uh, follow all the steps, but really it's, it's just take, you know, within what you're comfortable, just take that imperfect action and you're going to you're going to learn so much and it's just, you can take off from there. 100% love it. So you guys heard it from Adam, you know, taking imperfect action. I think that, you know, people can, you know, take that to all areas of their life. I think a lot of people overthink things. They get into analysis paralysis. They just want to know everything before they get started. Obviously, when it involves, you know, investing and moving your money around, you want to be confident in the steps that you're taking so that you're set up for success. But I think it's just in in taking action on getting through those steps so that you can confidently move forward with with your decision. So Adam, thank you so much for for hopping on tonight. You know, everyone say thank you to Adam. Appreciate it. And uh, you know, I know it's I know it's late. What is it? Almost ten o'clock for you right now? It is. Yeah, a little bit past my bedtime, but I'll get there. <laughs> awesome. Well, have a good night, Adam. Appreciate it again, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks so much. Reach out anyone if uh, questions. Happy to chat. Awesome. Awesome. Where's the best place for people to reach reach out to you, Adam? Oh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Adam Puchagel. Pucci is in in my nickname on Facebook. So you can find me that way too. Awesome. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. you. All right. So guys, obviously, you know, I I wanted to, to bring Adam on just because he is in that situation of being newer uh, especially when it comes to, you know, utilizing some of his money to be able to get into deals. And obviously for those of you that are like, yo, like I don't have a lot of, of my own personal capital to be able to do deals like Adam was doing, but I want to learn how I can get access to capital to do exactly that. Um, again, for those that hadn't heard, uh, earlier, I'm posting the link in the chat below uh pace is doing on october 8th 9 a.m pacific time on uh it's a saturday morning talking through live it's totally free teaching you how to get started the basics behind gator lending um because the the next few minutes i'm just going to talk a little bit on like what you can do once you get through the basics but next saturday is really going to be for you that want to learn how to do the basics so that you can get to 
next stage, which is doing more you know, types of deals where you're getting bigger chunks of equity of cash out of these deals. So um, I just wanted to talk about when, when you look at Gator lending, like the ways that you can utilize whether it's your own capital, but we're going we're gonna to throw that out right now as if, you know, if you don't have your own capital to be able to put your money into deals with, um, but how you can use business lines of credit or how raising private capital from other and other people with money and how you can leverage that capital to into deals to then get a return on those funds. And so things that we've done you know, within our business is probably three and a half, four years. Gosh, dang. Sorry about the cutting out there, guys. Ooh. Let's see if I'm back. All right. I think I'm back. Gosh dang, guys. Anybody works for Cox Internet, please. If anybody works for Cox Internet or knows somebody, I... They got to help me out here. It's consistent, consistent. They come, they come to my house all the time and then never fix anything. I don't, I don't get it. Um, anyway, so Miriam said, can you have multiple gators in one deal? I am going to talk about this. So I will get to it. Cody, let's just get you a new house. Yes, please. Somebody, somebody find me a, 4,000 to 5,000 square foot house in North Mesa on a cellar carry. So that would be, that would be great. Anyway, so what's possible once you've actually gotten, um, you know, once you've gotten yourself to the point of, uh, you know, you've, you now have business lines of credit or you have access to private money what you can do is amazing because Pace and I exclusively over the last almost four years did all of our fix and flips with private money or lines of credit. We would get our private money lenders to fund the acquisition of the deal and then we would use lines of credit to fund our renovations. So we were literally $0 out of pocket on our fix and flips, which allowed us to scale, which allowed us to do a lot of projects because we were we set ourselves up where we were playing like the Wells Fargo's, the Bank of America's, where they weren't playing with their own money. They were playing with other people's money to be able to make their money. So that, you know, on the fix and flip side, uh, when it comes to Airbnbs, you know, Pace and I on, on the first original ones we had set up, you know, we would fund the, the purchase with private money. We would refinance into long term debt or we would buy it on creative finance terms. And then we would use our line of credit to actually fund uh, 
furnishing the property. So then once it was furnished and it started bringing in cash, then we just paid down our line of credit with the cash flow from the Airbnbs. So there are a lot of things that you can do. And the really, <clears throat> you know, one of the fastest ways that you can expedite your own wealth building is by utilizing, you know, other people's money to get into deals that you're doing because you don't have to wait for you to just save up all of that capital. There's already people in the world that have the money that you need to do the deals that you want to do. You just have to find them and bring them to the deals that you're doing. Make the terms promising for them so that you can utilize their capital in your deals. And the best part about getting lines of credit is it's not a person that you even have to, you know, convince or try to sell on doing a deal. You get that you have the authority to utilize that capital to invest in what you see fit and get the returns that you're looking for with that capital. <clears throat> okay, so so we had a couple questions here. So when it comes to to having multiple gators on a deal, you can technically, and it just depends on the deal breakdown. So Miriam was asking, uh, can you have multiple gator lenders in a deal? So yes, you can. Say lender one on a deal could be somebody lending those funds to purchase, to acquire the deal. So that would be the person that's lending you say 100,000 to purchase it. So that's gator lender number one. And let's say that the property needs $30,000 to fix it up, and then it'll resell for, say, $200,000. So then you go and get a second Gator lender and, say, have them be the one that funds the renovation on the deal. So then you'd have two Gator lenders. You'd have one in first position and the second and second position against your property. So you can have multiple Gator lenders. Every deal is going to be a little bit different. Um, really... You know, the start is just learning how to, if you don't already have tons and tons of capital, or if you do have capital, but you want to just learn strategies of once, uh, you know, you, you have that capital, how to deploy it in strategic ways to be able to get a good return on your cash or a good return on your line of credit. Um, that's exactly what Pace is spending his next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific teaching you how to do from like literally the basics to the advanced, uh, you know, of, you know, once you've really established good lines of credit, good private money lenders, how to, you know, uh, transform that into more and, uh, multiple deals without using your own money. So, um, I just posted the, the link in the chat below. If you, for those that, you know, hadn't seen that or hadn't gotten registered yet, it's totally free. Pace is doing it, talking through all of these concepts. And then he's going to have a little Q&A section as well, just kind of like showing you, uh, uh, you know, some, some, maybe some case studies and, you know, just making sure that people fully understand what they're, what they're looking at. So the reason we wanted to, to talk about this and, you know, really go through this whole gator lending concept is because there are so many ways to make money in real estate. And so for some people, it's really just finding the niche that works for them. Like there's certain people that like fix and flip through their jam. And like they had, you know, a rich uncle that helped fund them, fund their deals from the beginning. And like that was their jam and they were good. There's some people that they get into wholesaling and, 
they build it from scratch and, you know, turn it into an empire. And that, that's awesome. Or there's some people that, you know, they get into assisted living or some people get into sober living homes or Airbnb. Like there's so many ways to make money in real estate. And so for some people, it's about finding the niche that's going to be the best fit for them. That makes sense the most for them to be able to make money in the real estate investing business or have this as like another tool in your tool belt that you use in your business. Because it's something that I use. Like I actively lend money into people's fix and flip deals and take a percentage of either the profits or a nice interest rate return. I'll lend money for people's earnest money deal or earnest money on deals to get a good return on the cash. Um, you know, there's a lot of different you know, ways that you can implement this, whether it's something you're going to spend a lot of time on or just add as like a tool in your tool belt to, you know, work with maybe some other investors in your local market or in, the, in a community that you're involved in. So I'll, I'll finish with, with this question here and then I will, uh, you know, let you guys on with your evening. So Dan says, Cody, how does the title company help protect the Gator lender? So Dan, essentially what, uh, what your job is as the Gator lender is to get on the phone, you know, with that title company, you actually will have, um, you know, we, we actually show people how to doc, you know, have the right documentation in place to pr have yourself protected because essentially the documents that we use when we're lending money, especially earnest money on a deal is that we'll have an agreement signed with the person that has the purchase contract that essentially states, and we also make sure that the title company, uh, you know, is on board with it. They, you know, the they're that they're able to uh, get get that refund back in our documentation. That say if that's at day ten of the inspection period, the contract's going to expire. The next or the or earnest money is going to have to be given to the seller one day later. That our agreement that we have with that buyer is that our money is being refunded from the title company on the last day of the inspection period. So we have that documentation signed with the buyer and given to the title company or the closing attorney. And we have that conversation on the phone with them, making sure they understand it. The, the buyer that's you know utilizing us for the earnest money understands it um, and that we know that there, there doesn't need to be a mutual cancellation uh, to get those funds back. So the, that and many other things, you know, Pace will be talking about next Saturday, 9 a.m., October 8th. That's Pacific time. That is Arizona time. Um, so I'll post that one more time in the comment section. And then I will leave you guys for the rest of the evening. And if you guys got any value from Sunday service, whether tonight or any time, you know, in from past Sunday services, you know, we, we always love to hear from you, you know, tagging us on Instagram, posting, you know, reposting shares or takeaways that you got from, from a Sunday service episode, you know, that really lights pacing me up. And, you know, if you don't have a community that's excited about real estate, like we are and finding new ways to be able to make money in real estate, um, you know, join our community. Uh, on Facebook, it's a free Facebook group. It's called Creative Finance 
with Pace Morby. You could jump into that group, start you know looking for people in your local market, start building a community around, find some people that you can squat up with, maybe joint venture some deals, see how they're doing deals, and you know you know share the things that you're working on and what you're struggling with and how you can help each other. Because at the end of the day, real estate's great and it's great to be able to make money and, and, and do these things. But it's really about the community that you start to build around you. You know, with building a great community, you can do a lot of great things. So um, join the face, free Facebook group, you know, find some some awesome people in your market. Uh, hopefully was able to uh, give you guys some good insight on this. Um, love it. Robert says sub two provides 10x value every single day. Ty says Sunday service, amazing watch practically every episode. The last thing I have is we, uh, we actually used to run Sunday service on conference call, like phone number where people would have to dial in to get onto Sundays. So, um, we have came a long way from that to Instagram lives and then eventually to where we are now, where we stream between multiple different platforms from Facebook to YouTube. Um, we roll out onto iTunes and Spotify as well. So, um, with that, everyone have an amazing evening. Uh, the, uh, link is one more time in the comment section for next Saturday's training with Pace Morby himself. So we'll see you guys have an amazing rest of your Sunday evening and have an awesome week. Get out there and take action. We'll see you. Uh -huh.